0: Hey there, mama. You're listening to the Lift the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, mama of five and your family's intuitive eating dietitian. here to help you cut through the diet culture clutter so you can enjoy freedom with food as a family. I'm on a mission to help you end the generational legacy of diet culture in your home so you can experience motherhood free from food guilt and body shame. Listen in weekly for guidance on how you can ditch diet culture, heal your relationship with food in your body, and confidently raise intuitive eaters. Let's dive in and lift the shame together. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I so appreciate you coming back and tuning in. And here in the United States this weekend, it's actually a holiday weekend. So if you are traveling or road tripping or vacationing, I hope that you're staying safe wherever you're at and able to sneak in a little R&R if you can. I know as a parent, vacations or road trips or traveling with kids is definitely not a vacation. It's a lot of hard work. So hopefully whatever you're doing over this holiday and over the summer, that you're able to enjoy yourself and get some memories in there with those kiddos. I know it can be tough. And because of the holiday weekend and just a lot going on here on our home front, I'm taking just a slight segue from our series that we're starting about feeding kids and examining our relationship with food and how it shows up in feeding our kids. We have a lot to discuss for sure. But I'm taking just a little bit of a segue in light of the holiday although we will resume normal programming next week. So thank you for always being patient with me and hanging in there. I know I always have, it feels like a million different topics and things that I want to talk about, questions that you're asking that I really want to get to. And I know I can jump around sometimes, but I promise you I'm keeping track of all the great questions that are coming up and all of these topics that I really want to support you with as you are walking through this journey and learning how to rewrite the script and the narrative around food and bodies in your home. So today, I wanted to share something a little more personal with you. I know over the summer in particular, body image things can come up for us, especially as moms. And just being on this journey as mothers, we can go through so many shifts and seasons about how we feel about our body because let's face it, our bodies are changing so much and it feels exponential and so much more rapid and so much more intense during pregnancy and postpartum, growing, feeding, raising these sweet babies there's a lot of change happening in our bodies. And if you have had a difficult relationship with food in your body, you might find that the changes through these seasons can be really intense and can bring up old wounds. And I've also found too that, you know, our bodies hold so many of our stories and our life experiences, and our bodies don't forget the things that we've been through. And sometimes the things that I hear about improving body image seem really superficial or might make you feel like, gosh, I'm just failing at this. And no matter what I try to do, I just can't feel like at peace with my body. And the reason I'm sharing this and bringing this up is I know during summer when you're trying to enjoy more memories with your kids or hang out with them at the pool or go to the beach or just be more present with them, I understand how a negative self-image or poor body image can really interfere with that. I understand how intense thoughts about your body or feeling preoccupied with shame in your own body can really prevent you from living the life that you want to live and engage with your children in a more present way. And I know this can be challenging, especially when you're aiming to support your children in building a more positive relationship with food and their bodies. I know that it can feel like I'm a fraud, right? Like if I don't feel good in my body, if I have a poor body image, how can I ever support my own kids to feel more positive in their own bodies? How can I preserve the innate confidence that they might already have in their bodies when I'm still struggling? And maybe you're trying to hide that struggle and you're putting on such, A brave face in order to be present for them and engage with them and to not maybe allow them to see some of the shame that you're harboring or holding within yourself. And I just want to speak some encouragement to you. I know sometimes summertime can bring a lot of those things to the surface and then also just share a personal story of mine. But I really have learned over the years just the different complex pieces and parts that are connected to body image. And it's so much more than just how you feel when you look in the mirror. There's so many things that are connected to how we feel about our bodies. And that has to do largely with our past experiences. And again, the stories that we hold within our bodies. And so I just want to invite you instead of being critical towards yourself or maybe feeling negative towards your body, I just want to invite you to lean in with some curiosity to learn more about the parts of you that are protective over your body and sometimes when we get quiet and we learn to lean in and listen, we can actually learn more about ourselves and our bodies versus beating ourselves up or shaming ourselves for feeling a certain way toward our body. It's a journey. And I just want to encourage you wherever you're at on your journey, you're not alone. There's so many mothers out there who are doing this hard work, who are examining their their stories, who are learning more about themselves in order to better show up for their kids and for yourself too. And it's not easy. There's so many pieces in involved here and it's my hope that we can use this space here on the podcast to to talk more about body image as mothers because I know it's a big piece of how we show up for our kids and so many of us are holding shameful narratives about our bodies within ourselves that have been ingrained in there for for decades or years and we are wanting to look at those and examine them and be willing to get curious about what's showing up for us or what's being triggered in our bodies when we're engaging with our kids in different ways. And I just want you to know too that there is hope, no matter what your story has been. If you have struggled with negative or poor body image for as long as you can remember, I just want you to be encouraged to know that there is hope for healing and it happens one baby brave step at a time. So with that being said, and and like I said, we will have more conversations about this. And I'm excited to bring on some experts and talk to different people and just open up this space so that we can shed light on this topic. Because I think as moms, it's easy to harbor this in shame. And that is the purpose of this show, is that we can shed light on areas of our lives that we can hold in shame in order to alleviate that shame, because you don't need to hold that in isolation. And so I'm excited for more conversations that we'll be having about body image especially as mothers and in supporting your kids and building a more positive body image as well. But for today, I wanted to read you a letter that I wrote to my body. And this was actually quite a few years ago. It was after the birth of my son, who is now seven. So he's my fourth baby, and he's already seven, which is so wild and something really shifted for me after his birth and maybe one of these days i will share more about his birth story on the podcast here but you know i had really struggled even though had it- Been in a better place just in my relationship with food. There were so many ups and downs in how I felt about my body over the course of those few years with pregnancy and postpartum and breastfeeding, just so many different stories and old narratives coming up for me that made it really challenging to embody my changing body as a new mother. And something definitely shifted for me after I had my son. And so I wrote a letter one night to my body, and I wanted to share that with you today. And it's definitely more personal, but I'm hoping that you might be able to resonate with something that's shared here. I will also include a link to the post in the show notes for you. So if you like to click through it and actually read it, you can see that and you can see some pictures of Um, my son as a baby as well. So I hope you enjoy this post. I just wanted to share this with you to encourage you wherever you're at and to just shed a little bit more light onto some of the things that came up for me as I examined my own body image and how it changed over the course of the years and over the course of becoming a mother multiple times over. And I just want to encourage you to wherever you're at, it's okay. And maybe you might consider writing a letter to your body too. and. I titled it a love letter to my postpartum body. But I think that honestly, whenever we have kids, however old our children are, we're always postpartum, right? Like we have been through something very intense. And so it it's titled this because this is the season that I was in. However, I hope you can find something applicable to yourself or just something encouraging to you as you examine your relationship with your body too. Dear Postpartum Body, I know we haven't always had the greatest relationship. For years, I resented you. I fought who you were, viciously tried to change you. I ran for miles upon miles to try to form you into something different. I tried to starve you, make you disappear, but you proved your resiliency. You showed me that you're a survivor, that you wouldn't be broken easily. But I wounded you. Every day that I tried to hide you in shame was like a stripe upon you but you wouldn't let me go. And when I found love, someone that loved you wanted to hold you. Someone who thought you were beautiful. I doubted. There was so much of you. I still tried to hide. You craved love, but I did not think you were worthy. I learned that love overpowers fear and shame. So I gave in cautiously. When I learned you were a haven for a new formed life, I collapsed under a tidal wave of emotion After the way I mistreated you for so many years, you were still capable of carrying life and bringing forth hope from destruction. For the first time in so many years, I felt at peace with you, grateful for what you were capable of doing. I marveled at the life growing in you and did my best to take care of you. You endured so much change in such a short time, only to bring the most beautiful baby girl into the world. I cannot fathom your perseverance through it all you would do it all over again, four more times. Even through experiencing the miraculous that you were capable of, things took a darker turn for us. I struggled with the shell of what you had become. You changed, grew softer, portrayed something that looked weary as you became a caretaker for those babies. You gave way to folds and wrinkles, gray hair and aging skin, stretch marks and things that, just simply fell out of place but I saw how those little faces looked at you and wrapped their arms around you I watched chubby little hands and fingers cup your worn face you were their home their place of safety in a world unknown they did not see shortcomings or imperfections only love that transcended every ounce of doubt that told me you were not enough so we reached an impasse you and I my stubbornness and inability to let go, my futile attempts to dismiss you for simply being who you were, and you, your resistance in the face of unspoken shame, your fortitude under the most difficult circumstances. You showed me that life cannot be stifled, erased, or restrained. And so I surrendered. I surrendered to you in gratitude that you have held me this long, that you never gave up on me, that through every battle I put you through, you made it out alive. And no matter how I unfairly punished you, you did not crumble. Somehow, through it all, you brought forth life from your brokenness. From your weariness, you still nurtured life. You are a soft touch to hold, sustenance for a newborn babe, a nest of safety and warmth for the loves in our life. Imperfect, Yes, and rightly so, for those imperfections have been your beauty all along, strong and beautiful, resilient, and life-giving. I know there will be days where I don't feel like loving you. Too easily do I fall back into a mindset that's hostile in nature, but I'm working on changing this because my ability to love others to the fullest potential I'm capable of stems from my relationship with you. If I'm incapable of loving you, how can I give to those in my life I love the most? So I vow to be gentler, to speak words in grace. You have undergone so much in your years of life. You deserve compassion, tenderness, kindness, to be nurtured. After all, there are those who depend on you, including me. We have a whole life ahead of us, and I don't want to waste any more years at war with you. Even when the feeling of love isn't there, I promise to act on this commitment. To continue to care for you in thought and deed, even when I can't accept what I see. Because love is not a feeling, and self-love starts with taking care of you until the last day. Thank you for carrying me this far, for bringing me the people in life I love the most, for being capable of love, for forgiving the damage I've done when it's all said and done, you have been my home, my sanctuary of memories and experiences that make life worth living. To love yourself as you are is a miracle, and to see yourself is to have found yourself for now. And now is all we have, and love is who we are. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much for letting me share that with you. And again, for tuning in and listening. And I just wanted to wrap up our shorter episode today by reminding you that we have a free virtual support group called Lift the Shame same name as the podcast. So if you are a mother or mom to be in eating disorder recovery, or just healing your relationship with food and your body, we would love to have you join us. It's a really beautiful, safe community that makes this a nurturing space to really examine some of the challenges that come up at this intersection of motherhood and food and body image. So I would love for you to join us. Again, it's completely free. I will put a link in the show notes for you if you're interested in checking it out. Thank you so much again for being part of this community. I so appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you next week as we resume normal programming and talk more about how our relationship with food as parents impacts our kids. So I can't wait to see you then. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift the Shame podcast. For more tips and guidance on your motherhood journey, come connect with me on Instagram at Crystal Cargis. Until next week, mama, I'll be cheering you on. Bye for now.